In today's episode, we are going to talk about my weekly to-do list. Yes, I said weekly and the daily big three method that will honestly save you hours, so much headache, and probably your sanity. This is something that I am getting back to. It has never failed me when I implement this strategy, and I know it won't fail you either, so let's jump into it. Okay, so today we are talking about something so, so important. It's around how you're actually going to, quote unquote, assign yourself to do's or actions that you wanna focus on a day-to-day basis. And I want to just like remind you and ground us in some of my philosophies, especially, you know, if you listen to the last episode, episode five, we talked about how you can be, you know, a busy, anxious mom who's introverted and still rock an online business. But the busy is always the one that's just like, you need some strategies to overcome it. You can't just be like, hey, I'm not busy anymore. And I want to remind you of the philosophy that I believe that as a mom who's running an online business, you're constantly navigating one or more of three distinctive roles that we play. One is as the family coordinator is the term that I use for just like everything you do for your family. Could be meal prepping, could be driving them to soccer, could be homeschooling. So all the things, you can't like ignore. Some things you can delegate a tiny bit if you feel comfortable. Um, Well, I don't even wanna say a tiny bit. You can delegate things out of that family coordinator role. Could be hiring a cleaning lady, could be bringing in a tutor for a class that you don't feel prepared for homeschooling, like any number of things, right? But there's the family coordinator role, there is the businesswoman role, and then there is the wellness seeker. And so what I am gonna help you think through is if we're working backwards with those three roles in mind, and then having your number one aligned priority at the top of your whiteboard, at the top of your poster board, however you might wanna visualize it, and then your three supporting goals, okay, now on a day-to-day basis, How do you know what to do? So we're gonna talk through that so that you can kind of squelch the anxiety and squelch the overwhelm and start to create a weekly rhythm of really using these concepts to be ahead of the game, not behind the eight ball, okay? So um, I'm gonna help you create a weekly rhythm of revisiting your number one aligned priority, those three supporting goals, and then making a list of what you would like to get done over the course of a week and then on a day-to-day basis, creating realistic list, a realistic list of three big things. And I use, I'm gonna explain the term big. I don't mean like big, big projects, but just the three big things you wanna do and how it's gonna save you time. So first I'm gonna talk about um, just a story, okay? When, so when I first had my son, he's now, at the time I'm shooting this, he will be two in two months. And we had a very rocky first three months, to say the least. He had, an, at first, an undiagnosed um, tongue and lip tie. Breastfeeding was a huge challenge. My, I didn't recognize that postpartum anxiety was already starting to set in. Sleep deprivation, gosh, it was just, there was chaos. We were moving out of an apartment where they were literally, all of a sudden, starting to construct a 400-unit ap- um, apartment building across the street and starting construction at like 6 a.m. and going till 11 p.m. So like our sleep was all wonky. It was super loud. I was trying to go visit my, you know, my parents to stay with them just to like sleep in the middle of the day. I do not, (laughs) I like can look back so, so fondly in some ways on that time. And in some ways I'm like, whew, at least we survived. But why am I telling you this story in this particular episode? Because at that time, What helped me get through my day was I literally had a whiteboard up in the kitchen, up on like a easel, you know, like a whiteboard. And I would write down the things I wanted to achieve that day. 
And some days it was shower, get outside, eat. <laughs> like sometimes it was as basic as that. So I remember one day writing, cut my nails on it, like just some level of self-care. But I wanted to like cut my nails that day. And my husband, God bless him, he was so supportive. He like, he probably thought I was effing crazy because he's like, yeah, don't we all cut our nails and shower? But to me at the time, everything, anything other than being on the couch, trying to nurse my baby in desperation, anything else felt like too much. Okay, so that was a period of time, very raw, new postpartum, first time mom, where just getting the basic essentials of living and hygiene and sleep were like all I could handle, okay? Versus what I feel like I can accomplish now, fast forward, you know, like 20 months, um, feeling, gosh, how old is he? 22 months. Um, Fast forward to now, I feel like my mental health is in a really great place. I feel like my physical health is definitely on a major upswing, feeling really great energy, no brain fog, like super clear on a day-to-day basis. We're getting sleep, right? He sleeps through the night. I wish he would sleep in later, but he sleeps from like 7 p.m. to 5.30 or 6 a.m. Okay, we'll take it. He sleeps through the night. Um, So a lot of the basics are taken care of. My husband gives me a period of time in the morning when we wake up where I can go shower. Like it's just part of the rhythm and the routine now. It's not like, oh my gosh, I hope I can shower today. Does that make sense? So I'm sharing this because you might be a mom of a teenager. You might be a mom empty nester. You might be a mom of a newborn. You might be a mom of a toddler. But if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you are a mom who's seeking more routine and with the glimmer of the idea of growing your business or launching an online business. So I'm sharing this because what I feel I can accomplish now on a day-to-day basis is so much greater than what I could in that season where the whiteboard literally had survival skills. (laughs) But I still leaned into that concept of having a focus of what I was going to try to check off in the day. Now, this is a lot about controlling the controllables. So I don't know. I'm just sharing that because if you're in a season where just the survival is where it is for you right now, Just listen, just keep listening, inspire, like maybe listen to your routine queen is on your to-do list because it just inspires you and it's planting seeds that are going to blossom into something amazing down the road. But now thinking about the difference of how I've felt over the past two years, I also see how that's translated through into my daily and weekly routines. And like, I'm not perfect. You know, I say I'm your routine queen because I want to help you become your own routine queen, but and I'm never perfect. Like even this morning, I'll be honest, this morning I was like, okay, before my feet hit the floor and before I turn my phone on, I'm going to do my breath work and journal and stretch and do that like all in my bed before I stand up. But I, so I did my breath work, I did my breath work and I turned my phone on to listen to Spotify, like to listen to music while I was doing it and it derailed me. And then, so I did my breath work Then I picked up my phone to turn off Spotify and a notification came in. And then all of a sudden I was like answering questions to a couple coaching clients and looking at my calendar. I was like, whoa, 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 put the phone down, journal. Okay, so it's not easy, especially with technology, how it is. You can get sucked into things. So this concept of a weekly to-do list, why do I like the concept of a weekly to-do list versus a daily to-do list? And does it matter, right? Why does this matter? The concept of a weekly to-do list just gives me space, and I've been doing this for years, but I hadn't really like thought about it. I make a list each week that's bigger than I could do in a day, right? Like I just know it. I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm going to get that all done on Monday. So for years, I've been making a list 
once a week on Sunday. It used to be in a planner. Now it's on Trello. And so I make that list and I'm like, okay, if I could get all of this done by the end of the week, it'd be a really great week. But then day to day, I don't necessarily, like some things are going to have a deadline. Like I email my list on Tuesday, ideally. Okay. So my email newsletter should be written by Tuesday, you know, stuff like that, that might have a deadline. But then what I find as someone who is inherently a creative, who is an empath, who might be like feeling all the things one day and not want to do a live video that day, you know, like for someone who tries to do what I said I was going to do, but also allow for the space of energy and feelings and just doing things in alignment, a weekly to-do list is so much better. And then I had a kid and I realized a weekly to-do list was imperative because I want to be realistic about what I can get done in a week. And then on a day-to-day basis, gosh, you know, I might have best laid plans of doing a certain type of work during while the nanny is here or my mom's going to come over and watch him so I can shoot a video and then my mom's appointment changes or the nanny is sick. Like there's just so, if you are a mom running an online business, it's a little house of cards that you carefully craft, especially if you're incorporating childcare or, you know, family visiting or supporting, juggling things between you and your spouse, like stuff's just going to happen. And if every day you're saying, unless this, this, and this gets done today, I am a failure. That is setting yourself up for some really high and low emotional roller coaster experiences. But if instead you can say, okay, I'm going to sit down, maybe do it on a Sunday, maybe do it Monday morning. I encourage you to choose a weekly routine and sit down and look at your calendar. And this is, this particular practice is even more than just your business, right? This is actually putting you into all of your roles. Say it takes a half hour, say it takes an hour. I don't know. I don't know how good you are at kind of, you know, going through this type of activity. But if an, let's say an hour a week could allow all three of your roles to feel more supported so that family coordinator, that wellness seeker inside of you, that businesswoman who's trying to be that CEO or like boss babe, mompreneur mindset, if all three of those roles could be better supported, feel clear on what you could do on a day-to-day basis with an hour commitment a day, maybe it's a half, it takes me about a half hour. And part of it is a conversation with my spouse. So I'll say, hey, can we sit down after Emery goes to bed and you know just go through our week? And so part of it is me looking at, can we look at our week? Is there something abnormal? Is there an appointment? Do you have to work late one day? Like for me to get our family house of cards, <laughs> child care, like all of that in place. And, you know, does our nanny have a test this week? Can she not come on the, you know, she's in, in college right now. And so we make sure she prioritizes school. So she communicates with us like, hey, if there's a test that is happening during her shift, okay, well, you have to go to that, right? Instead of being with us. And so we look at, is there anything abnormal this week? I use Google Calendar. A lot of things are just on repeat. And so, you know, like when she is here watching my son, Um, The days that my husband typically works late, um, days that I typically have a play date in the afternoon. So I have a lot of those on like repeat. And then so I want to look at are all of those going to be in play this week? Is there something different? Are we trying to fit in a date night? Like it, it really helps to just step into the week in general, even if that's all you did. If you're like, I'm doing nothing to plan my day or my week, even if you just had that weekly check in, if you have a partner or a spouse to do it with them, your week goes so much better, just trust me. So it forces you to look at your calendar, but then if you're ready to say, okay, I'm ready to make a weekly to-do list, then I want you to get realistic about the time in your calendar that is gonna be dedicated to work. 
that you are carving out to run your online business. Now let's be real, it might be pockets of half hours of time, or yeah, pockets of half hours. <laughs> it might be, you know, a couple days a week where you have a mother's helper come over and that's gonna be like two hours. It might be, it might be that your kid's in school and you've got like all day, right? Like whatever phase you're in, it's looking at when are you gonna work? Because even if your kiddo is in school all day, you might not be wanting to work all day. You might wanna be going to a yoga class or doing some um, you know, cooking or whatever it is you wanna do in the other roles. So maybe not all of that time is gonna be dedicated into the businesswoman role. So that's gonna have you looking at your weekly flow as a family, your little matrix, your little house of cards, what's gonna be going on in a plan A, things are gonna change, you're gonna roll with it. Then the next layer is get realistic about how much of that time have you carved out for your business and block it off, for goodness sakes, block it off. If you're doing it in a paper calendar, have like a highlighter color that is like pink equals your business or if you're on Google Calendar, yellow equals your business and like make a visual of you knowing when you're gonna clock in and then be realistic if you're like, okay, this is a crazy week. I'm probably only gonna have like two hours to run my business. Okay, reality check. Or you might be like, okay, I'm on par. Like I try to clock in 10 to 15 hours a week. That seems to be able to happen this week. Some of it might have to be at night because I have an appointment one of the mornings. I usually work, but like you can see where it's gonna all lay out. Okay, so then once you're realistic about how much time, you've gotta decide what are you gonna do with that time? And if you sit down and you're like making a list, making a list, making a list, all of these things that you could be doing, and if you find yourself almost like compelled to write down way more than you actually think you can get done, Here's a couple things that could be going on, and I'm not saying this in any judgment. I'm not saying it as a counselor. I'm not, I'm just gonna say it. One of the reasons that might be happening of you just like writing down and assigning yourself way more than you could possibly get done in the amount of time you have, one, in my experience, is unhealed trauma or adrenaline cycle addiction. Okay, so I am not here to be <laughs> your doctor or your therapist or your breath worker. But if you find that to be an ongoing pattern, it might be time to dig deep and work with someone around either trauma or things going on, even at the biology level. We're gonna have an episode coming up talking about the biology of motivation. Um, but you know, the biological level of like hormones and stuff can be around stress can be very, very deep and it can cause you to constantly set yourself up for failure. Just gonna put it out there. A second sign that could be peaking up for you is poor boundaries. So you might be saying, well, I only have two hours for work this week. I'm making this long list because that's what I would like to be doing, but I can't because I haven't asked for my spouse to watch them, to watch the kids at night or to do bedtime. Like you're not actually asking or dedicating the amount of time you wish you could put into your business. Now, maybe that could be around, you know, maybe this week it's just to flex your muscle and be like, what could, who could I ask for? Could I ask for support? Could I automate? Could I delegate? Could I do something? to buy myself four hours this week and then try to assign yourself four hours of work, not 20 hours of work, okay? Um, also, this could be showing that you are at a space in your business where you need to learn how to automate things. If you're having the same conversation over and over and over and over with people on Messenger, maybe you need a chatbot. If more and more people are asking you about a particular program that you offer and you're just like verbally telling them about it, maybe you need a sales page, right? Like that would be about automating certain things, or maybe you need to delegate. Maybe you don't know how to make a sales page and you need a virtual assistant. Maybe you want to launch, you know, maybe on your 
to-do list for weeks has been set up an email a newsletter and you don't really know how to do it so it's taking you hours and hours and hours to research okay well maybe those hours would be better spent just like hiring someone right um, and then another thing that could be going on is that maybe you need some guidance on how to work smarter and harder maybe you need a coach maybe you need a mentor maybe you need to like invest in up leveling in some way if yes if you're like nodding your head yes of course would be honored if you reach out to me um, you could always you can head over to my instagram your routine queen and just message that account the word schedule um, at least as of now if you're listening to this now i have it set up to just like start and automated right that's a conversation i have a lot i don't want to go back and forth back and forth back and forth scheduling so over on my instagram feed i'm leveraging many chat instagram automation and it, if you message it schedule, just message the account. It's not like complicated. I have set it up on the back end that it has um, a plug and play conversation that are my words, but it's automated and helping you get access to my calendar and scheduled and get a focus and power up call. So that's just one example of what it could look like to work smarter and harder is to identify some, or smarter, not harder, is to identify something that you're doing constantly or over and over and having the same conversation and just very transparently and authentically automate it, right? Um, so those are some of the things that could be going on. So I just wanted to like insert that in here because if you're chronically assigning yourself more than you can be doing in the amount of time you have set aside, there, you got to do something because you're going to constantly feel behind. You're going to have unrealistic goals about what can be happening in your business. So let's kind of get back to this flow. So if you have a weekly to-do list, if you have sat down and you have identified, here's the flow of our week, I have 10 hours to work my business, um, and then you can flow through your days more smoothly and then start to think about what would you like to accomplish over the course of the week? And then maybe like if you're doing this on paper, Maybe some things have a star if they have a deadline. So you put like star Thursday, right? Some things might be more fluid. And then of course you can start to look at things that are like um, already scheduled. So you might put like, you know, coaching call with client that's gonna happen Wednesday. So there's gonna be some things that are happening in your business that are already scheduled because you've done your job. You've sold a coaching package or you're onboarding a new team member into your network marketing business and that's on your schedule, okay? So here's the deal. What I do is I have a little process. It takes me like two minutes when I step up into my office. So for example, this morning, we have the nanny here from 7.30 a.m. to noon. And so this is a longer chunk time of day for me or day for me to work. And so I did what I call my transition to biz routine. And if you want examples of this, I'm not gonna dive into it a ton right here, but you could go over to my Your Routine Queen Instagram feed and there is a um, highlight, a story highlight called, I think it's called Biz Routine. And that would be get, really talking you through my transition to biz routine. But what I do is I have a little routine about like shifting my energy, getting clear, stepping out of family coordinator role into businesswoman role. And so I do that by having just a couple little habit stacks. I'm going to be talking more about habit stacking as we go in, if you've heard me say that a couple little habit stacks that help me just like get grounded, have some intentions for the day. And a part of that, the end of it is identifying my big three. Now, when I say my big three, I do not mean that every single day you work your business, you should tackle three huge projects like launch website, launch podcast. No, the big three, big to me just means like big intention, big focus. So it could be write one email, reply to one client, 
you know, log in and watch one training. That could be your big three for the day, especially if you know about how long each of those should take. And those three, if you were intentional and focused with your time, would fill that time and be things that you felt really good about. So if I have the urge <laughs> to list more than three, then I look at my time set aside for the work for the day and maybe I make like a bonus sticky note that I bring downstairs with me after the nanny leaves and um, see if he takes a great nap and I've had my lunch and done everything else I need to do before he wakes up. Maybe I do something else, okay? But at the end of that transition to biz routine, I'm identifying my big three and then just jumping right into it. And because I had my weekly to-do list already developed, it's not that hard. I can look at it and be like, okay, today is Tuesday. My podcast episode launches on Tuesday. So I want to promote that what, um, this is episode six. So, um, you know, I think episode four is actually dropping today. So one of the things on my big three is to go promote the current podcast episode and send that out to my email list. Okay. So that's one thing, promote an email. Uh, another was to record this podcast. That's going to be, you know, obviously scheduled out into the future. And so record podcast. Um, a second was that I, I'm onboarding a virtual assistant to help me through, um, some of the repurposing of the podcast and um, helping me to run my YouTube channel and stuff. And so I need to sit down in our Trello board and write her an email and like get her onboarded. If I did, if those were the only three things I did today, if I promoted my podcast, if I recorded a new podcast and I helped onboard support of someone that I'm helping to delegate to, that would be great. But you know what? None of those are like high, high income producing activities as far as um, connecting deeply with people who could be coaching clients or want to join my team. And so my bonus sticky note is to actually make sure I'm going through and interacting with at least five new followers on my Instagram account today and getting to know them because I know that just having genuine connections with people who follow me is where over time I develop the relationships for people who are going to jump in to work with me. So that's going to kind of be my bonus. If he has a good nap, I'm going to do it then. If not, maybe this evening. So, but I'm thinking about, do I have time to do it? Will I be able to do it? Now, some days on days like today, where it's a longer chunk of time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to like wake up early. I'm going to get up in the office early, even before the nanny gets here. I'm going to rail through a ton of stuff. Like I'm behind and that's okay once in a while, you know, but I'm really clear. I'm really clear on my business at this point on what my aligned priority is, what my three supporting goals are, what my, what my weekly to-do list is, what I can do as the big three each day. And then I can have a gut check of like, okay, were those kind of more like marketing things or were they income producing? Do I have, you know, if I have three coaching clients back to back during my time, that's going to be my focus time. Or if I have, you know, two new brand partners who are joining into our marketing team and I want to give them some dedicated one-on-one -on -one support, like that's going to be my focus for the day. So you want to look at like serving the people who've said yes to working with you is always my number one. And then high income producing activities, ideally, and then marketing activities that I feel really good about are in alignment with bringing in the people that I want to connect with, quite honestly. So that's kind of the big picture. Why it's going to save you time is because if you have the weekly to-do list to draw from to, to assign yourself those big three, then it's very quick, very simple. It can be based on how you feel. You know what? You might be like, I feel super creative today. I'm going to do all the live, all the recorded videos that I said I was going to do this week. I'm going to do them today. I've got great hair, I've got makeup on, someone's with the kids. I'm going to do those. And if those didn't have a deadline and you're going to get them done and you're going to batch them out or whatever, that feels amazing. And so you can follow your intuition a little bit and draw based on how you feel. 
you can draw your big three based on when the deadlines are. But at the end of the day, if you still aren't sure like what to do with your time, of course that's frustrating. And of course that might be a place where you need a coach or a mentor and I get that. But if you're just doing this on your own, it's just going to be about really getting honest about what your highest impact activities are. Okay. And we're going to talk about that in a future episode. So I personally use a free software called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. And I have developed a template Trello board to help you put these concepts into practice. It's something that I've been honing over the past couple weeks and months to make sure it's like really clear, very simple. If you are someone who likes to use more of like software for your to-do list, if you like to kind of learn new things, if you're familiar with Trello, you're, you're going to love this. Um, but if you would like to have your to-do list on your phone, sync to your laptop so that no matter what role you're in, family coordinator, business, like if an idea comes up to mind, I can just, I literally will tell my son because we refer to our phone as tools and I tell him what I'm doing on it. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing we do. <laughs> just so he knows I'm not just like ignoring him and randomly staring at my phone. I'll be like, hey, mommy's opening her tool to put down an idea I had for my business and I'll be with you in one second. And then I'll go into Trello and I put the idea into like, you know, what I could be doing, working on soon. It's not on my weekly to-do list just yet. And then on Sunday, I'm going to like revisit all of the ideas, what the deadlines are. I can assign things in, right? So I like having it on my phone. If you do too, I've put together a template as well as a very short video tutorial that I can send over to you by email if that is of interest. What it's going to help you walk through is having your number one aligned priority front and center, your three supporting goals, your space for making your weekly to-do list, and then today and tomorrow. It's going to be like drag what you're going to do today and then um, you can put some spillover of what you think you'd want to do tomorrow and just keep cycling through as things and then drag stuff over that's done. It's very simple. If you're a visual person, I think you will like it. And so what you could do is actually go down into the show notes of this podcast down below and look for where it says your routine queen weekly aligned action Trello board. Okay, so that's going to help you be in aligned action on a weekly basis, make that to-do list, the big three. So your routine queen weekly aligned action Trello board is going to help you step into having that tool if that feels helpful. If not, just take this episode and look at your notes or go back and listen to it with the intention of taking notes and think about how you could do this in the current planner you have, a blank piece of paper, like however you want to do this. How could you start to incorporate some of these practices into your week, into your day, so that you truly could start to buy back your time, energy, and sanity running your online business but not ignoring the other roles of family coordinator and wellness seeker because each of those roles deserves your time and you deserve quality focused intention to make all of it happen. So I hope you got a ton of value out of today's episode. If you have, you know, a lot of these first couple episodes are just getting you some of the basics that are so, so important for you to be your own routine queen. If this resonates with you, of course, reach out to me. I would love to know, um, you know, we're still continuing to grow the Your Routine Queen Instagram feed as a priority. It's a, one of my three supporting goals right now is to really build that into a beautiful community. And um, I would love if you're implementing anything you're learning and you're on Instagram, please, please, please post to your story or do a post and tag the Your Routine Queen account. And I will give you a personal shout out and reach out and ask how things are going because I want to see how this is working in action for you. So your routine queen community, let's go make it happen.
I feel so excited to be breaking down some of these step-by-step actions of how you can become your own routine queen. Now, if you're a visual learner, if you like software, if you like Trello, I definitely encourage you to take me up on this brand new free resource, Your Routine Queen Weekly Aligned Action Trello Board. It's kind of a mouthful, but I just wanted it to be super clear about what you're getting. So if that intrigues you, definitely go down into the show notes here and um, go look for that. Click what you're gonna have to do is just enter your email address for me to know where to send it to. And then make sure to check your email, check your spam if it doesn't come right through or feel free to message me or email me at chelsea at chelseafournier.com. If you have opted in for that and you don't see it, we'll help you troubleshoot it. So I hope that that's an amazing resource you can add into your little tool belt as your own routine queen. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm.